Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. Continuing to gain allies for the Coterie's treasonous scheme, Evangeline planned to meet with the Pyramid member to get them kidnapped. Val talked with Barty about gaining the trust of the daytime officers, and Everett convinced the clan leaders to undergo a time-consuming process of organizing patrols that will hopefully keep them all distracted. Will Doris's vision of the dangerous shaft of belated dissolution draw Lucius Balefire to her? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Doris, you are haunted by visions of the shaft of belated dissolution. It is a stake that causes final death in anyone stabbed by it, if they be kindred. And through this vision, your memory and your various and sundry blood sorcery skills, you now know how to make one. You can sense through the strange magic as well that your memories will fade. You will be able to make one of these this time around. This isn't a... You become a mass producer of the right. deadliest arts uh, of blood magic, but you do have the ability to make one. What you need is rowan wood, the wood from a rowan tree. My troop's going to love hearing this. <laughs> okay. Yep. That and then it's there are a number of different incantations that you'll need to make runes you'll need to carve into it. And then there's a certain amount of Doris flair for interpreting magic through her own vision. Beautiful. Love it. Yep. Uh, Glitter. Got it. You'll have to cover it with at least two rouse checks worth of your own blood and then chant as you blacken it over a flame. And the whole process will take five hours to attempt. (laughs) Nothing. Great. So this is a full night job. Find the wood. Build the shaft. You won't be able to do that tonight because right. it's closing in on the end right. of the evening. Right. But you know, once you have this, Lucius will do anything to get his hands on it. Okay. Great. Okay. Can I tell the sheriff this? Or is that You're in tomorrow? the building. You can run downstairs yes. in that classic, very excited, just before bed way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know where you are, but she's going to find you. It's the basement. <laughs> yeah, I've, okay. I was making calls down there. I'm probably yeah. still down there. You just hear, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, come in. (laughs) Right, right, sorry, sir, sir. What? I have an idea. No, I have the solution. The solution to, well, one of our problems, my problem, big problem. All right, let's hear it. I know how to get me kidnapped. I don't know why I'm happy about this. Yes, I do, because I did a reading. 
upstairs. <laughs> Never do I look at your face. Again. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I just see it. trying so hard to be patient with me. Uh, um, I did a reading and I found out the one thing, the one thing that Lucius Balefire wants most, and I know how to make it. All right. Uh, it's a steak that will kill any kindred. Isn't that how? Never mind. What? No. Isn't it's that how every steak works? It's final death. Just a silver steak? Isn't that? So for coherency for yeah. you, Doris, the silver steak would burn a vampire with silver damage and it would stake to hold them in place. So it would burn a hole right. in their chest. But odds are it would fall out. We're talking final death, final death. Tag them in the foot with it. Right. A piece of it will break off and work its way towards their heart over hours and kill them. Got it. This thing is stab a vampire anywhere in the body right. and either instantly or soon. Right. True death. Okay. Uh, no, sir. You're thinking too small. It kills them on contact, sir. Anywhere. Whoa. Yes. And he wants it. And I know how to make it. That sounds like a powerful weapon. It is. I can only make one. And be very valuable. So I make it and I go out in the town square and I wave it around and I say, Lucius, I have it. I have the thing that you want. And then he comes in front of everybody because he really wants it very badly. And he takes me away. Huh. And there you have your kidnapping. And also, hypothetically, we get it back at the end of the, the whole thing. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? It would be. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Could we maybe... Uh, uh not actually have it for real, but get it out there that you are going to make it or you know how to make it and you're going to offer it to Prince Tostarosa because oh. then that's a big move against him. But Oh, as an act of friendship from the sheriff's department. Yeah, something like that. I have. I'd like to avoid making it all together, right. though. It sounds incredibly dangerous, and for a while, it's going to be in a lot of people's different hands. I could say I have the recipe, sir. The and Doris, could, do you roll? Do you know? No, this normally I would have you roll. Your vision didn't say the plan would work. The vision said he would come if you made the steak. Right. So yeah. the idea of being like I have the recipe is not what the vision said would get Lucius to arrive and right. kidnap you. Right. So I have to have the steak. That's what, that's what the card told you. I'm not saying the card yeah, 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 is correct. Yeah, 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 I'm just yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. was the message you got. Yeah. No. Sir, take back my recipe idea. It won't work and, uh, because my visions were very strong. I see what you're saying. But uh, what I saw in the cards told me that he, he'll he know, sir. He needs to know I have it. Is this like a thing of like, he only shows up if you've made it, that's what the premonition says. Yes. <laughs> I realize the implications of that, sir. And if you do not want to go through with the me part of the plan, I won't lie. There's a part of me that would be a little bit um, uh, comforted by that. However, as somebody who would very much like to put this stake through his heart. Well. I, I'm not comfortable making this call right here and now. We'll talk about it tomorrow now with everyone else. Good work. And, uh, it's a, it's promising. I'll say that. I see. 
She's just kind of scanning your face. Uh, he, uh, he's not trying to placate you. Mm -hmm. It's fully just like we're getting to the end of the night. Mm -hmm. Not everyone mm -hmm. is here before I talk about making mm -hmm. some kind of mm -hmm. vampire super weapon. <laughs> 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 Feels like there should be consensus on that. And so he's just saying, okay. great idea. Hold on to it. Mm -hmm. We will talk about it tomorrow mm -hmm. with everyone. Okay. And she, yeah. And in the couple seconds where she's like vibrating with energy, <laughs> she's just kind of staring at you. And then she just kind of goes, I understand. Well, hey, I, how hard is this thing going to be to make, assuming we do? I need Rowan Wood in five hours. <laughs> Who's Rowan Wood? Sir. You mean like the tree? Uh, I do. This is no joking matter. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting ever to walk it back that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ever just had the best eight phone calls of his life. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, feeling, he's feeling good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and, and the charm just drops off a cliff with who is Rowan Wood. Um, uh, really, just that's all you need. Just wood from a tree and... A lot of work on my part, sir. Okay, can people help you? No. I need five hours in my attic alone. Is there a chance of you being hurt in this process? Or... Something happening to us or the station? I don't know this? if it's ever been made before. No. No. It'll either work or it won't. I think. I don't know if it's ever been attempted, to be perfectly honest. But. I can do it. I have to. I have to. No, his eye. I'll put it through his eye. Doris. Yes. Come on back. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Is it safe? Is it safe to make? If you make a mistake, is it okay? You know those things about how this item is created. To be perfectly honest with you, sir, I don't know. But given the nature of what I'm trying to create and the nature of how it is to be created, if you're asking if it's going to explode or... Infect people? No, I don't think that. Or I, I curse, or magically fuck us up, or whatever. I given don't know. the fact that it's a, it's a, it's a weapon, sir, it's a it's a stabby weapon. <laughs> I don't see it cursing anything. All right, Rowan Wood in five hours. Yes. Okay, we'll talk about the rest of the crew tomorrow. Right. Talk about it with them tomorrow. I'm going to go practice my runes and then pass out. All right. And she does. <laughs> During the time that the phone calls have been made and Val trusts Marty to do something she won't like and Doris realizes how to make a future super weapon that will also help her get kidnapped. <laughs> Evangeline, you were driving around the Malkavian district trying yeah. to get a feel for what that quarter of the town is like. Do you have a particular plan? Or are you just vibing? I uh, just want to go past all the Malkavian businesses. They've got clubs and stuff, right? Too? That's the Nosferatu who are the clubbing oh, district. The Malkavians are the eccentrics. Okay. Well, then, you know, I'll go into the game shop. I'll buy a little card game to Teddy and I can play. I'll go around to all like the businesses, just say hi. Just doing some late night shopping. Great. So you can drive around. If you're looking for somebody to kind of talk to about the Malkavian district, there are a couple of options of places you have heard of and then a couple of people that you actually know. Uh, the most 
The person you'd be the most familiar with is not necessarily someone you're close with, but Marjorie Pritchard owns Pritchard's Peculiarities that is in the Malkavian Mm -hmm. district, right close to the center of it and relatively close to the Pyramid 2.0 within a couple of blocks. There's also the Sunset Retirement Community where you heard Lorelei Beerfast be mentioned, who's the one who runs that. Uh, There's also Be Positive Therapy if you wanted to go Mm -hmm. talk to Rosemary Bellevue, everybody's favorite therapist who has Mm -hmm. no problems with your department. Mm -hmm. Uh, Technically, Kai and Bear own Chuckless Cheese, the arcade that is on the border between the Malkavian and Nosferatu district. Do any of those sound uh, tempting to you in terms of a visit? Um, I think... mm, Be Positive Therapy, it's going to be hard to judge whether Rosemary... Bellevue is weird to me because of the history and department or whether she's been like blood bonded to the pyramid. So Correct. I think it'd be hard to read. Um, hmm. Marjorie Pritchard. She doesn't know very well. Uh, Marjorie Immortal or Kindred? Mortal. Mortal. Yeah, I would swing by Marjorie. And if there's time, Chuckless Cheese. Chuckless is going to have to be another night. You've got okay. time for kind of like I've if you want to patrol one. the general vibe and then go yep. talk to one person you know. Yeah, Marjorie's a safe bet. So can you roll me okay. a drive, a wits and drive? Sure, wits for looking around and drive for just how far you get around. To be clear, you're not rolling and being like, oh, phone crashed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. This is Take out a just a roll hydrant. to see how yeah. it how how much you learn in where you drive in the okay. district. Terry, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. <laughs> Oh, one success. <laughs> one success. You don't notice much that's different outside yeah. of stuff you'd attribute to the Pyramid 2.0. They're still doing their like welcome gala stuff. There's the lineups. There's just a lot more traffic around the center yeah. of the Malkavian district than there would otherwise be. And you're seeing more foot traffic to places around there. It's clear that people from the line are going to the coffee shop across the street who are doing that or, you know, sitting on porches and watching. It's There is the pyramid. There are people wanting to get into the pyramid and there are people watching the people wanting to get into the pyramid. And that's all occurring. Uh, You don't learn anything else over the drive. When you get to Marjorie's store, you could just go on in. It's open 24 hours a day. She's a weird lady. Nobody knows when she's asleep or awake, but she always (laughs) just kind of shows up at at a beaded doorway. Um, uh, So Evangeline is going to enter and just wants to get a sense, just a general sense of Marjorie's vibe. Um, before she knows whether or not, like, has she, has anything strange happened to her? Um, right. So she's just going to be like, Hi. I was going to say, there's the jangle, 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 jangle of jangle. the bells from the door. And then when you get inside, you could see there was a display in the window, but it had a backing. It was just, it's full yeah. of random stuff. Some of which looks very arcane and some of which looks completely random. There's like okay. a collection of runes. There's like a rat skeleton in a jar. Then there's a toque with a pom-pom on top <laughs> and a set I of marbles. That. And then there's a 1940s radio and then Alistair Crowley's personal journal. Like it's completely yeah, yeah, random yeah. at the front. When you go inside, side you realize there is no overarching stylistic choice in here it is random shit on random shelves and you have to turn sideways to move between them there is so much stuff there's no organizing principle it's not alphabetical it's just stuff marjorie could fit wherever or stack on other things it feels like if you touch anything the whole store could fall down and there would be four feet of mess (laughs) well that's nice because that gives evangeline a good excuse to walk through very slowly looking at every item. Um, Does she want a greeting card? Does she want a marble? Does she want, (laughs) I don't know, 
does she want a set of knuckle bones of a Catholic saint? Yeah, there are exactly. endless options. Um, and you just hear this voice in the back say, oh, what could they do for hello, hello? You're looking to shop? And you, you, you takes you a minute to get through the shelves yeah. you're in and Marjorie to come around and move through other shelves until she finds you at a random place in the midpoint of cool. the store. Hello, it's, oh, you're one of those. Really nice to have you here. What can uh, I do for you? Hi. Hey, Marjorie. Hello, um, not Doris. Sorry? <laughs> oh, not, say hello. You're not Doris. No, sorry, I'm Evangeline. I, I work with Doris. Um, I just, she's told me about you and I just realized I hadn't really been in. And oh, I, you know. Welcome wanted... to store. Can I help you with magic? Want to curse someone? I, I just kind of just curious to see what you've got. If there's. Oh, well, there's lots of stuff. I'll see you a few hours after you look through. <laughs> okay. Um, while I look through, I mean, how, how, how are you doing? How are things going? I'm doing okay. You know, I meet a vampire. He seemed nice. Have store. Uh, do magic blood tea. Don't see Doris as much as want, but uh, military jackboots everywhere. Don't care for that at all. Store yeah. do fine. Yeah, they're not harassing you too uh, no, much. No more than anyone else. Yeah, and this town is becoming shithole. Wait, are <laughs> are you being harassed by other people? No. Okay. The no, military is enough. I don't need bonus. <laughs> no, I know. No, I just know that the pyramids moved in, and I know that their numbers are growing. So I just, oh, I yeah, just want to make nice, sure you that know, you're clean, okay. Clean up trash. Come by, say hi. Try to convince yeah. me to join, and I'm like, oh, I don't want your dirty blood. And then they get mad. Oh. They leave politely, no problem. But send around oh, sales good. guy, sales guy, that's uh, good. Paul Wilson, sales guy, come around and be like, you want to join Pyramid? And I'm like, you want to buy a hat, Paul? And he said no. And then I said, then get the fuck out. <laughs> Hmm. It was a bit weird. Wanted me to become Who's a vampire. Paul Wilson? Uh, he's a sales rep for Pyramid 2.0. Sales rep? Yeah, he's a mortal who comes around and he's like, you want to join Pyramid? Wait, he's a mortal? As far as I can but tell. He's trying to get other no, people to join, but he hasn't joined? Yeah, no, he's a sales guy. Oh, so it's just a job then? I think so. I don't know. He came by through the day, which was weird. And I was like, whatever. You going to buy something? He said okay, no. Okay, so like, Evangeline logs that that they've got mortals working for them who are not. Yeah, mm, that's interesting too. Okay, um, <laughs> and she's busy ranting about how he wouldn't buy a hat, and if they're supposed to be so fucking rich, why weren't they going to buy something <laughs> in her store? And he could have bought something nice for someone else. Yeah, yeah, she's she's on a bit of a tear. Um, uh, <laughs> Evangeline just take, takes a hat, the the toque with bobble like the bobble off the oh, wall. Yeah. She says, "Here." I'll buy you. I'll buy a hat for sure. Oh, this is very good. That hat. Don't worry. It's not cursed. Uh, and she turns around <laughs> and just like a credit card. Uh, yeah. Well, I. Yes. And <laughs> Benjamin takes out her credit card. And she takes the credit card and immediately runs it through and it clears immediately. And she's like, no receipt for you. And just gives you a hat. Um, <laughs> I just bef before I go. Um, uh, can you just tell like, is anything weird going? I, sorry, I'm really bad at this. I just, I just really want to make sure that you're okay, and I just, I'm concerned that uh, the pyramid's taking advantage of the people who already live here, Ooh. and just worried that they're having more of an impact than they say they are. Can you roll me a manipulation? And I would accept performance, persuasion, or streetwise, depending on the way you are it's approaching Marjorie. Persuasion. This isn't to fool her. This is just yeah. to, for your statement to trigger the kind of response yeah. you want from a relatively unpredictable woman. Yeah. Four successes. 
The pyramid doesn't seem to be messing with the rest of the place. But what I have noticed is, is, is over the last little while, things are getting dirtier. You know, this is the Malkavians. They used to be kind of organized and just a little bit weird, which I kind of like because I'm a little bit weird. But they said, like, they're not, they're not looking after the streets. No one's coming in to make sure I'm okay the way that they used to. It seems like the organization is a bit of a falling apart. You know, I used to come in here very often. Uh, Horatio Sandrop used to buy things. Used to buy things that are uh, Bergamo-like. I do little yeah. outfits for Bergamo, all that thing. I have not seen Bergamo since... Uh, town hall massacre. Have not seen Bergamo. Did not come by. Doesn't buy clothes no more. I came to Bergamo and says, "That's a nice hat." It's a joke because he knows that I make hat and we do yeah. joke. Bergamo, no, no joke anymore. It's bullshit. Everyone's rude. I work very hard. Costume that fucking puppet. Oh, now he doesn't know who since I am. The, since the massacre. Yeah, town hall massacre. Now, now he doesn't know who I am. Very weird. Very weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like to have constant, uh, constant clients. Now I know you are a head yeah. person. I put more heads in store. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, have you noticed this with anyone else? Uh, it, it, only in that the people who he would send around to pick up things don't come anymore. Don't come anymore. But they still, if I bump into them on street, I'm like, remember when I put costume on puppet and then they're rude? But they know my name, so that's fine. They know and they I remember. Am. I mean, they remember me, eh? Nobody forgets me except for Horatio fucking Sandrop. He forgets you completely? I don't know. He did not know my name. Neither did Bergam. I blame the puppet, oh but I don't know. It could be the vampire. I can't tell how much of it is a bit. Okay. It's a very big problem for me. So I tried to make blood tea and be yeah. like, send the puppet back to buy another coat and nothing happened. <laughs> That's concerning that the Malkavians in general aren't looking after the place anymore. Well, it seems like they, they just uh, did what they were told before and maybe they called different things yeah. now. I don't know. Okay, th thanks, Marjorie. Thank you so much for your help. I'm uh, sorry to take up your time. Th and oh, thanks no, for the you, hat. You bought the hat. Anyone can stand in here and ask me stupid questions <laughs> as long as they buy hat. She bristles a little bit at the stupid questions, but... Listen, you're a smart person. But who okay. cares what this uh, weird pyramid's doing? So boring. They're going to flame out like every other tech startup. you got to sell knickknacks. That's where yeah. the money is. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, they don't sell a real product. They just sell weird predatory bullshit. Yeah. Become well, a vampire and say the same thing I do. It'll be great. Ugh, I've been in cults before. Boring. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I well, like her. Thanks so much, Marjorie. It was great to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. Come back. I'll have more hats. I will. I will. Okay. All right. Enjoy the rest of your night. Yeah, stay out of the sun. <laughs> 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 she goes back to whatever <laughs> den she crawls okay. into in the back of her place. Okay. That was some good information. There you go. So you you get to head home and, yep. and the end of another fruitful night for the sheriff's department. Hello, Gav. It's your boy Ridley, and I'm here to talk to you about maybe a way you should be contributing to this little organization. Everyone knows, as you look around, there's a lot of bear boys. And, you know, to be a bear boy, you got to be a bear, and you got to be, well, not exactly a boy, but you got... The important thing is, you got to pay your fucking dues, is what you got to do. And right now, I just know from looking at the numbers, there are a lot more fucking people out there than there are inside my fucking gang. And what I'm saying is, if you want to join up and get access to me and all the cool fucking toys and other fucking treats I've got for all you little bear boys and girls and theys and thems and fucking alls out there, go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. You do that, you're on the inside. Come talk to me on a Patreon-exclusive Discord. Why don't you throw some names into the show? Why don't you build an NPC to join my fucking gang? I'm just saying, if you sign up, you won't regret it. And if you don't sign up, maybe you fucking will.
the next evening. Oh, what? We're not doing the therapy with Teddy? Oh, there's some therapy that's due. Oh, there's oh, therapy shit. that's no, due. No, I'm fine. I'm driving home. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's up to, it depends. So the, the, Everett's in the basement and Doris, they've had their re- resolution. Val, you had a quick conversation with Barty and then you're in the office. Are you going to wait around for Teddy? Are you going home? What are you doing? Uh, yeah, gonna wait. Did I even get the get told that Teddy was coming at the end of the night by you? Yeah, I said Teddy's coming at the end. Yeah. I guess Val's just waiting by the door to wait for Evangeline and or whoever to show up, I guess. She doesn't particularly want to do this. So if there's a way to just get out of it and be like, I forgot, mm. she would be down <laughs> with that. So. <laughs> All right. So you stand by the door. Evangeline, are you going to the station after work or are you just going home at the end of the night? Um, uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll kind of, I'll, uh, radio in and ask if I'm needed at the station. And then if I'm not needed for anything, I'll just head home. Great. You radio in and Troy's like, ah, everything seems to be fine. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Night, Troy. Good night. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the station, Val, you hang out for a while. Nobody shows up. Fucking cool. <laughs> and Val will just... Give a salute to Barty and then be like, good night, and then go home. Great. Val gets to go home and go to sleep. Uh, Evangeline, when you get home, you go through the house and there's no Teddy. And you find a note that just says, I don't want to be threatened by your boss. This is clearly more dangerous than he's telling me. I'm hiding. Teddy is not in the house. Uh, Evangeline will text him on the encrypted with the encrypted app you get back like hey uh can i call yeah okay she'll call him hey <laughs> um t- teddy I- i'm so sorry i that's okay you didn't do it no i know what where where are you do you want to know the answer to that question yes I'm at the night church. Okay. Good. 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 Because they're like, Sorry. you want to be, it's, it's okay, but he was just like, you want to be a therapist, which makes no sense. And I then, know that's what I, I said. Know. And then I tried to trade for money, which he was really weird about. And then yeah. I asked about like the city stuff and it seems like he's in power, but he's not in power. And his fallback is to threaten me, which makes me think he is not in a good position. It, and <sighs> I don't think he can protect me. And I think he's scary. So all of those meant... No, thank you. I can do nothing. Because if my options are stand up and die or hide and maybe die, I choose the maybe. Yeah, I, I I mean, the sheriff wouldn't hurt you. He's just bad with people. He just, everything he says kind of sounds Have you ever seen him threatening. hurt anybody? Yeah. So then it sounds like he is capable of hurting people. Yeah, but I've hurt people. Yeah, but you're like at your core a good person who doesn't take advantage of others and like fool them. And I don't know shit about this guy. And frankly, neither do you. Do you know anything about his family? No. Does he have friends? He has one friend, I think. I, I Who? I don't know. Some sounds like some kind of gangster in Montreal. I, I don't know. <laughs> so he's a criminal background. He's violent. You know, he's used torture in sessions and he enforces the Camarilla law. None of this is really making me think, oh, this is a guy I can count on. I should trust him with my life. 
Because it sounds like he is one choice away from being like, well, I can torture this guy or I can save two people. And when you do vampire math, as we've kind of learned, a lot of them are like five lives versus one life. Kill the one life. Because <sighs> people are cheap. I don't know that it's people are cheap in his mind. I think it's more we're running out of options and desperate times call for desperate measures. If that, I, sorry, I feel like I'm, I'm making excuses for him. I don't mean to do that. You're absolutely right to make the decision you made. Here's the deal. You're not asking me to come in and that's where you and I would be having a weird back yeah. and forth. Cause I think desperate times, desperate measures. Sure. I don't want to be a desperate measure, yeah. especially not when it's like do therapy, which makes no sense. That's like we're reaching because you've always said like Doris was the crazy one. But let's get one employee whose husband is an electrician and a guy who knows about Wi-Fi to give therapy to our most murderous vampire. And if he doesn't do it, I don't know. The prince is going to kill us all. That's not where I want to be. And it does not make sense. Yeah. Do you need me to come in or it'll get no, you killed? No, 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 no. You. No, no, no. I'll talk to. I'll talk to the sheriff explain that he was very wrong in how he spoke to you and asking in general and you don't have to worry about it anymore you're 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 fine you can stay at the night church if you want um the sheriff isn't gonna come after you really stay at the night church and let me talk to the sheriff and then i'll yeah then I'll let you know. let's let's do an update after okay. that sounds better yeah you could check in with him i guess tomorrow and then i hope there isn't a therapy emergency yeah shit teddy i'm so sorry it's okay it's just fucking weird as hell it was a weird thing of like he scared me but he didn't scare me enough <laughs> that i was gonna do what he wanted yeah <laughs> i just give him the thumbs up <laughs> to explain the die roll that has affected yeah. the situation oh, a little loud. Oh, it's perfect okay well i love you and I we'll talk soon i love you too um yeah be be safe Okay. Yeah, you too. Okay. Yeah. Night. Good night. And the conversation ends. Fucking ever. Fucking so, such an idiot. And <laughs> that is the, the <laughs> note that you go to sleep under. The next morning, you all are gathering again at Love the sheriff's Tyler. station. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, we, as the storyteller and the rest of the cast, think Tyler is doing an absolutely fabulous job, and I'm not saying that as a the joke, best. but yes. people have a lot of thoughts about it. It's too late. Damage is done. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get out of my house. We want, to... <laughs> we want to avoid all psychic damage to Tyler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just let it exist oh, in yes. the air around yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, the next morning. So, Val, you are driving in. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining you're picking up Evangeline. Yeah. And unless I hear otherwise, I'm going to stop by Evangeline's house and pick her up. Evangeline, taking a ride, I imagine. Oh, yeah. You got Percy with you? Always. I will flag on an ongoing basis because you are not used to this. You can talk to Percy for free at any point. Okay. Because he is your famulus and you have feral whispers. If you can talk to mosquitoes and turn <laughs> them all into ghouls, you can talk to your famulus. All right. Come on, Percy. But unless you actively activate it with the rouse. Oh, no, it's free. So that's fine. It's he free. can actually just talk to him. Quack, quack. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> He's just excited to get into the car because every dog is just yeah. good. Um, I, lo I love you, buddy. Yay. Mark! I love it so much. I'm sorry. It's so cute. 
So Evangeline gets into the front seat and sits down. And behind her, she just hears, car, yay! Uh, and Percy jumps in, like, sleep, yay! And he circles around and falls asleep. Didn't say it was going to be smart. (laughs) The thing it specifies is, like, they are just interested in what the animal is interested in. Oh, that's great. They are not becoming a personality they were not to begin with. Oh, that's so good. Up front, Val is driving. You, you're heading to the office. Are, are we in Metallica land, Val? Where are we at music-wise? Um, I guess, I guess we're just like in Aerosmith land today. Hmm. That's that's where we're, mm-hmm. we're nestled. It's an improvement. Yeah, yeah. It's a little less rough, a little yeah. more dreamy vocals going on there. Yep, so Aerosmith is playing. As the car pulls out, you yep. look over to make sure that Evangeline isn't turning into a cat, and she doesn't. So this is the first of your many musical experiments to see what yields all, a cat person. All my music has been fine so far. So. <laughs> uh, Evangeline, you've got a ride into the office after the night where Teddy has disappeared to hide. Is there anything you would say to Val on this ride? You don't have to. You can ride silently the whole way. I'm not trying to prompt something. I just wanted to give you the opportunity. Um, no. No, there's, there, there's nothing, nothing to say. To say. It's yeah, like it's she only... Between us. <laughs> Evangeline only has words for Everett that she's thinking. Okay, so you're both driving <laughs> yep. into the office, Normal. which is fine. Yep. Doris, upstairs, you have your morning tarot reading, I as do. always. Wits and occult. Yes. Yes. Uh, five successes. Five successes. You flip over a card where there is a chicken laying an egg almost as large as its body in a nest, looking so proud as the sun rises behind it. Oh, I'm making that goddamn steak, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everett, you get to take good boy for a walk. Let's get that wits and animal Ken. Messy successy. Woo! Plus two more, three more successes. Holy shit. (laughs) What a morning. You are walking good boy and good boy is doing everything right. And then you just see a figure up ahead of you that you, you can't quite make out. Something's just feeling wrong. It triggers your old cop intuitions. You're just walking along and keeping an eye on it. And you see this person turn and just shove someone off the street into an alley. And you race forward, and when you look around the corner, you see this is just an old-fashioned mugging. Someone came into New Haven who's from out of town, but you can't get there in time. You're not fast enough, but you know someone who is. And you unleash Good Boy, and Good Boy just takes off and takes this mugger down and got the the arm with the knife and just pulls and rouses and rips this dude's arm off. And this mugger just bleeds out in an instant. And you're left with somebody on the street being like, whoa. And good boy just turns to them and his tail wags. And he sits down and he like gives them a knowing nod. And they're like, thanks, boy. And they pat him and good boy's cool with it. And they're like, sheriff? I'm running. I'm not out of breath. I've realized I can't. <laughs> I can't have it. I'm trying to act like I was running, but I, I don't run like a human anymore. Um, <laughs> I arrive. Uh, uh, you all right? Yeah, shit. Yeah. Thank you. Who? I don't recognize this person. Who? who do you know this person? Is this? No. Do, uh, you, oh, check check for check for their uh, ID. I'm, yeah, I'm so down have, there. I'm checking. Every, and you realize this person doesn't have a red cell ID, so they're not from town. Which makes sense because yeah. nobody in New Haven would be mugging somebody else in yeah, New Haven. Yeah. There's no point to that crime. So somebody wandered into town somehow and got this far. Yeah. And if you had not been walking good boy, 
You could have lost a citizen or the secret could have got out and busted yeah. somebody else or anything. So I leash good boy just because that's not... <laughs> let's tempt not fate. Tempt fate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, leash good boy. Uh, and uh, I, I say, uh, uh, are you... They hurt you at all? You all right? No, no. They, I think it was about to, but I'm okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, look, I'll, I'll call this in. Uh, I'll just take a statement from you now, if that's all right. You tell me what happened before we got here. Great. Yeah. So you do the whole exchange. Yeah, they yeah. give you their ID. You've got a list of a name. This is Don Doodle. <laughs> the perfect name to burn on this. Uh, Don Doodle <laughs> is the citizen who you rescued. Uh, you get the exact quote on what happened. It's all taken care of. Bart organizes a bus to come by and pick everything up and you can let Don go about his way. This is a pretty cut and dry. Yeah, right. Everything went well case. Thank you for your time. Mr. Doodle. Uh, oh, shit. Thank you for yours. And whoever that dog is, they're a good boy. That's that's good boy. All right. Uh, have yourself a good night. Yeah. Shit. Cops here don't fuck around. All right. You got like an impressed <laughs> citizen leaving. God, guys, we did it. <laughs> one citizen of New Haven. All it's going to be, all it takes is one at a time. Uh, and all 14,000. And then yeah. they get turned into Pyramid 2.0 lackeys. <laughs> It's great. Great. Um, <laughs> 14,000 individual muggers in yeah. the town and all of them can be murdered by Everett's dog. Yeah. <laughs> and you return to the station. Uh, take a second point in Animal Ken. Oh, man. Shit. Oh, I can do that on this sheet now. Mm. Super. And you will get your bonus die back for your famulus. Okay. You're feeding them your blood as rewards. I can't really turn that off no matter how bad <laughs> you do. <laughs> and you're back. So everyone arrives at the station in the central bullpen. Doris, you have very exciting news for everyone, and a new night has begun. All right, everyone. Uh, listen up. Uh, uh, Doris here has uh, a interesting development, to say the least, uh, a way to... Uh, conceivably convincingly get uh kidnapped by the pyramid 2.0 why don't you uh why don't you take it from here doris i had a vision or i did a card reading and i saw a way to create the shaft of belated disillusion it's a stake that kills kindred on contact Val, can you roll me? Yeah, yeah I would say uh, intelligence and investigation, intelligence or occult or wits and occult. Join me in the occult, Val. Join. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know anything about occult. I'm going to do intelligence and investigation. Yeah, this would be based on your history of studying things in Just the camera. Just one success. You've never heard of this fucking thing. Continue, Doris. Um, I know how to make it. And I know through the cards that if I do... He'll come for me. Who? Uh, Lucius. Lucius. Blackfire. Balefire. Balefire. Blackfire is a character from Batman. Lucius Balefire <laughs> wants this more than anything. And if I make it, he'll come for me. And if I'm in a public place, people will see me get taken by him. It's foolproof. Well, I had my concerns when Doris brought this to me uh, last night. Uh, I'm not too comfortable about the creation and then misplacing of a vampire super weapon. Uh, yeah, what does this thing do? 
kills vampires on contact. Like, you don't have to hit the heart. You just got to hit them. It's the final death. And whatever that is, yeah. I'm I going mean, to I think okay. I've seen so that before. Obviously, it's... we're not letting Lucius Balefire get this that's weapon or the... anyone get this weapon. Well, that's the thing is it seems like the way Doris has related to me is that the vision says Lucius only comes out if she has made it. And if Lucius comes out, then he gets her. And that's the inciting point for us to commence the raid. Meaning, yeah, he has it for some time. Well, why don't we just test that theory then? Why don't we just let it leak to them that Doris has it? That's not and then how see it goes. If they come. That's what I thought. But apparently that's not how this works. Is there any harm in trying it, though? There's always harm when it comes to Lucius. Okay, um... <laughs> is there a specific argument you're trying to make, uh, Evangeline? Just because I think this is gonna this is going to be a deadlock, so we've got to like, yeah, figure out the die roll Yeah, on yeah, this. yeah. Evangeline is basically saying, like, just wants, like, let's, let's try to lure him into taking Doris without actually making it before making it. Like, it's... It might as well try. All righty. Evangeline. She can always make it afterwards. <laughs> let's get intelligence and investigation from Evangeline. Okay. So that that'll play to your like, this is the smarter way to do this okay. plan. Versus Doris, you will be going with either intelligence or wits or yep. resolve, your choice of where you're coming from. Right. Uh, and a cult. Because that is your determination that the vision said to do it this way. Yeah, my intelligence is higher, but I think I'm going to go with resolve because I think that's where she's coming mm. from. So Great. And then of the other two members of the party, which side are you leaning toward? Seems too dangerous. I feel like I need to be convinced. I'm I'm set on like... Okay, so Evangeline, you get a bonus die for Everett. Yeah. Okay. Val. I think I'm with Evangeline because I don't know <laughs> if this is even true. Like, or Doris is making things up again. <laughs> Can you roll a wits and, a, a wits and awareness about oh. Doris? <laughs> well, are you I, I'm going to give her a roll first because I want to see whether or not she believes you mean, you mean this. It is two, three successes. Three successes. You do believe she saw something because she mentioned a vision instead of just cards. Okay. So that might have more because you know with blood magic, there is certain like you can see people's auras. There's stuff like that. So it's not enough to be like definitively, yes, this, you don't know if it'll fucking work or not. But you do believe there's something more to what Doris is claiming here than her usual. I read a card. Guys, it's a spider day or whatever. She <laughs> fucking goes down the stairs and tells you. Right. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Listen. Everybody, there's a the pig. The swans on the cards. Yeah. Me. There's a pig on top of the house. I'm the pig. You know, like this fucking classic Doris. Yeah, I feel very attacked right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is fine. Okay. But it doesn't mean you have to believe that. I just wanted to, to mm. take that question mark out of it. Right. No, but that makes still sense. Val's gut. So in that case, I think I am siding with Doris because now I'm like, if Doris predicted some big events in New Haven situations and she's saying the only way that this works, this thing from this vision is this specific thing, I am going to listen to Doris. You get a bonus die for Val. <gasps> oh, Damn. <laughs> All righty, let's let's roll it off. Three successes. Me too. It's been happening a lot wow. this weekend. Mm. Don't you I love that as the guy happened. who runs the game? <laughs> Damn it. Isn't that fun for you? It's the best. <laughs> it's so helpful. Uh, <laughs> 
both of you get 30 seconds in character to explain why you think they should do your plan and not the other person's. And then we're going to have another vote from the side. We'll do another die roll as this is just the scene's argument continuing. Okay. All I'm saying is that if there's some magical thing that's drawing Lucius to you, then faking having a magical thing won't hurt because there won't be anything drawing him. But if it's not just the magical thing, it's just the knowledge of having that, then don't you get it? <laughs> That's her presentation. That's your Doris' side. I don't see the point in doing anything superfluous. And if we're going to ruin our reputation even more by me standing out in the middle of a public circle saying, I have a spike for him, and then he doesn't come, it's just going to make us look very silly now, won't it? Plus, it's not going to work because my vision said it's not going to work. So I don't understand what the argument is. Okay. Everett and Val, who seems more reasonable? <laughs> You have heard these well thought out and careful arguments. Oh, man. Well, no matter what we do, we have to do other things first. Because if you talk about the damn steak or you make the damn steak, that's going to be the inciting incident of all fuck hell getting fucked. So. Yeah. Uh, I think Everett is still behind Evangeline in terms of. Uh, do we absolutely have to make this thing kind of thing? Like, okay. that's where what that he's makes stuck sense. on. Yeah. Val? Val is still behind Doris because Val is like, if it's weird magic shit and she's seeing the future, if we change something, does that change the future? I don't, her head is, I don't fucking know. That's a great argument, but someone else didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. Same die pools, fam. Let's see what this gets out. Wow. Oh God. If you tie again. Same thing again. Okay. I'll quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Intelligence and investigation? Yes. That's what I was doing? Okay. Two successes. <laughs> Five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What this means is Val speaks up and Val presents Val's argument that Dell just made. Mm -hmm. And it sways the group sadly away from your opinion, Evangeline. So at some point, it doesn't mean it's getting made right now, necessarily. No. I'm not telling this party what to do because no one can. <laughs> uh, it, it, but the agreement is to actually make the thing. Yeah. Well, my only point is that I don't fucking know anything about magic. Neither do the three of us. This is Doris's plan at her fucking wheelhouse. So what, how the fuck would we know better? I haven't ever felt so trusted in my life. I don't know enough about this magic shit to say you're wrong. Same here, so what the can fuck? We, can we just, like, not give Lucius Balefire this weapon? What, I'm going like? to give it to him in his eye. Okay, that's... Maybe, it, that's, uh, maybe I, she makes it, we secure it. But can we make a fake one after you make it? No, I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, what are those rods that attract the crackling in the sky? Lightning rods. Yes, lightning rods. You knew it's the like word rod, but not lightning. <laughs> Go with me on this day. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so it's like. 
a lightning rod and I stand in the center of the square and I hold it up and he comes. That is what happens. What happens after that? Do you did you see what happens after that? Because that's crucial. No. I understand. I understand that I'm not taken seriously in this capacity in this department as much as as much as would be ideal. But I'm telling you, he will come for this. But that is how it has to happen. If you would like me to throw it away the second he answers the square, then there you have it. But he... I, I don't want it thrown away neither. I want it to not exist. It's it's a terrible weapon. Well, then come uh, up with another solution to get me kidnapped. And that is when the front door opens and Barty strides inside in a hurry, completely out of breath. Okay, everything's good. I just need to borrow you for because we have to go across the street to the ribbon cutting of the Val Miller Family Protection Building. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan Laplante at The Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Mithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.